Hey guys, welcome to On Our Radar. We're very honoured tonight. We've got a young guy who's going to, he's already started making waves onto the scene and he's going to explode in 2021. It's Mr. Cobin Jones. You're right. How's it going? How are you doing, mate? You okay? I'm all good. Thank you very good much. Good stuff. Good stuff. So tell us a little bit about your year then, because everything's really taken off for you so far this year. Yeah, it's been a weird one. It's been very, very strange. Um, so what's happened? Um, I've been signed to a record label and I've um, I've not been gigging at all. I've been in Parr Street. I've had mute, proper music out that isn't a demo. It's just been a massive, massive like whirlwind of a year for me. I can imagine. And have you found that, Obviously not gigging, you know, hopefully we can get that sorted soon and, you know, bands and, and artists can get back on the road. But have you found that not being gigging has been able has enabled you to concentrate on the music a little bit more? Yeah, I think so. I've, I've wrote a lot of tunes uh, during the lockdown period. And yeah, it's given me also more of a, um, like a, um, a lot of time to um, rehearse with my band that I'm working on. So because if um COVID wasn't if COVID wasn't about then and we went out, it, 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 it wouldn't be that great, you see, but it's given us a lot more time to rehearse and to tidy the setup and and go out and just smash it basically. Yes. How many uh, how many tunes do you reckon you've written then since lockdown? Um a good a good, a good dozen, I think. Could say a, a couple a good dozen amount of tunes definitely enough for so an that's album. an album that's enough an album that. ready to go yeah <laughs> fingers crossed <laughs> so tell us about your singles then because so far we've heard hooked which yep. i absolutely love that single thank you very much so who was that is that something that was quite autobiographical then it was almost like a bit of a tainted love story maybe or it's it's not about me in a, in in a way it is but it's not it's more of a story um like some elements obviously i've experienced but like it's it's about a girl who, who's just bohemian who, who, who's like a free spirit essentially and she's not into the whole notion of relationships or into the idea of settling down basically she likes to keep her like keep going basically and try new things and that's that's what it's about. That's what the girl's about in the story. So there's there's a name in the story. What, what what's the girl the character the lead character? What's her name? Her name's Rosie. Um, I got that name off my cat. <laughs> okay. Funnily, yeah. enough. Funnily <laughs> enough, I got that name off my cat, and um, <laughs> it isn't about my cat, by the way. <laughs> a bohemian free spirit inspired by Tobin's cat. I like that. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so I was like, she come in the room and I was like, all right, that's a great, that's a good name for it, Rosie. Um, so I did Rosie. I wrote, I wrote that name down and um, yeah. And it, and it just stuck from then on. I, I only wrote it in about May or June this year. It was just before I recorded it. I wrote the tune. So it just come to my head and then it spiraled from there really. And then, started going out i went to past street and then recorded it and the rest is history i love it and like i think rosie now joins sally in the list of 
great Mancunian pantheon tunes where there's, you yeah. know, like this this one name and it's like, you know, Sally can wait oh, uh, until Sally was never happy and now we have Rosie. Yeah, Rosie. It's 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 a mad one. I was gonna call it Rosie, but 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 it's there's a couple of Manchester artists who have songs called Rosie, or it's in the title, so I didn't really want to um, get mixed up. So yeah. I just called it Hooked because she's got you hooked, and it and it and it's it catches on. So that's why I called it Hooked. Well, we're gonna play that song now. I'm gonna let you introduce it. Buzzing. This one is my debut single, and it's called Hooked. Rosie lay her head on me Said she can't ever be Good for anyone And then she leaves Oh Rosie, why can't you love me? mentioned recording at Par Street and that's like a legendary studio in the north who did you who did you work with in there who who produced I worked with uh, James Skelly out of the Coral who's done the Lathams the Blossoms and um, yeah it was it was such a mental thing to go, going in there and working one of my idols 
I yeah, also, like this. Yeah, no, I was going to say, like you say, he's making a real name for himself as a producer, yeah. now, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I worked with Chris Taylor as well, not producing, but um, he was the sound engineer. He does all like the magic behind the sound, and he he gets that to a level because he's worked with Ian Brown, The Blossoms. Uh, he's worked with everyone basically, so he he's like a genius when it comes to that. He's such an amazing sound engineer. So yeah, Chris Taylor and James Skelly. Wow. And how did it feel walking in there? Because as we've touched on, you know, the quite legendary studios. Yeah. Did you, could you sense that as you were walking through the corridors, ready to plug in and you were just like, yes. Absolutely. Like when it comes to it and Cold, like Coldplay have recorded there and Elbow, Ian Brown, all these massive artists, the charlatans and like, it was such a surreal thing to be going in there and embracing the like the aura of these great bands and just recording this in the same spot singing in the same spot playing the piano all this kind of stuff it was just all we're overwhelming it was just it were a very nice feeling at the time i was there so who inspired your record collection then the beatles um with my um backdrop i don't know if this is audio or video but on the back, it is um, my Beatles collection right behind me. And the Manchester scene, so like the Stone Roses in Spiral, Charlatans, bit of Oasis and the Smiths. But yeah, if like the Manchester scene and the Beatles are like my main influence, the Coral and the Lars as well with that Mersey, that Mersey beat sound. So that's, that's, that's my um, bulk of my record collection. I mean, these two cities in the north of England have probably given... The world, collectively, like some of the best bands, haven't like have come out of Manchester and Liverpool, yeah. and it's just, yeah, there's something special in the water. Definitely is, definitely is. It must be the Ship Canal or, or the River Mersey, <laughs> but I don't know what it is. It's it's got to have something to do with a Ship Canal, definitely. Yeah, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. So you've got a brand new single out, and it's yes. called Wonder. Tell us a little bit about that song. Well, wonder what are this this chestnut of wonder. Um, it's been it's been released um, how many times now? Four times. Um, four times. Right. Four times. So, like officially once, like as an actual proper single produced. But I released it twice as a demo, which I didn't like. I weren't a fan of, and then I released it in the unplugged EP that is on Spotify at the moment. And like, it's such an amazing song. When I wrote that tune, I knew it was it was something special. But it, it changed dramatically when I got to Par Street because James wanted me to write a um, a middle eighth and like a different chorus and all this kind of stuff. But I did it, and it just changed the song completely. And it made it made more sense, and it, and it actually had a bit more impact than the original Wonder actually had. It's a beautiful song. And like you say, working with someone like James Skelly and he's he's almost laying down a, a challenge in the gauntlet, isn't he? You know, right in the middle eight for it. And it's Yeah, he's 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 done that with a couple of bands actually, like you know, I like challenged him on the spot. I yeah. wasn't I wasn't on the spot, it was at the end of the session, but I had I'd come watch United. Um because it but we got beat, I think, United v Southampton. <laughs> it was it was last season, but yeah, and I couldn't watch United. So I had to write that 
middle eighth and I got it down, wrote it, and it just it just clicked. And it was so mad because I was like, I'm actually here. I got to prove myself to the big dogs and see what I can actually achieve in that short space of time. And I think the finished product proves that. Yeah, it does, absolutely. And I'm sure, like you say, I'm sure I've seen an interview with the Blossoms where they say that James Skelly sort of challenged them to do something and switch something up yeah. on, their, on their latest album, yeah. Yeah, he's 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 a he's a genius, James Skelly and Chris as well. Both the like the dream team, I think. Like, yeah, they just they just know what works. They know the formula. So, you're telling us uh, a little bit about the EP, and what other tunes can we expect from on the EP that's on Spotify? Um, I can't say which tunes just yet. Ooh, ooh! But can we get not not even one exclusive? No, <laughs> not one exclusive. No, not even one. <laughs> but I've I've been in the studio with Chris, just Chris, recording the last tune for my EP, and um, that's a that's a cracker. That's a brand new song that's not never been released, like even in a demo form or anything. Um, and. Yeah, and the next single, which is, I'm not going to say the name, I nearly said the name then. It's out, it's, out, it's out around January, I think. Around January, early January, so expect news around them, around New Year. New Cobin Jones in the New Year. Can't wait for that. Oh, I can't wait, that neither. It's a, it's a brilliant song. So is the, when's the EP out then? Is that out in Jan as well, or is that looking ahead into the New Year? Around end of February, early March. I think it's 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 a pickle in it because of COVID, and you don't really yeah. want to release you don't want to release something as important as an as a debut EP, and then you can't go out and tour it, you can't even support people, you can't do any of that. So that's that's just um, that's up to the label at the moment, and yeah. whether whether they've chose a date or not, they, they expected it around February March, but it all depends on COVID, I think, and. Obviously, with this current situation and everything that's happened this year, like you say, you're, you know, working hard for the debut EP. Have you managed to do any streaming gigs or look into that avenue? I did one gig, I think, after lockdown. It was in midtown of Staley Bridge, and um, that was a good one. It was, it was like you know, one of them outdoor ones with tables and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I did one of them acoustic. And um, yeah, I felt it felt nice to do. I've, I've done. I did one streaming gig on Guesthouse, which is Sound City's own um, like streaming platform for artists. And um, I did. A, I've done a couple of isolation covers and a couple of live sets on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. So that's that's what I've been doing basically in lockdown. So, which has been your favourite isolation cover? I'd say help definitely because it's one of my most popular ones. I love that. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it just felt good doing because it sounded so alike to the original. I know it's, I know it's quite a big, um, a big thing to say, but like the, the whole production of it sounded quite similar. Not my singing because I'm not John Lennon, but the whole, the, the whole aspect of it is, it's, um, it's quite similar to the original. Help's always been one of my favourite Beatles songs. Yes, yeah, I love amazing it. Tune. It's an amazing yeah. track. It's just sort of straight out the traps and it's so raw. Yeah, 100%. So 
So, uh, which are the Beatles? So, obviously, we talk, spoke at the top of the interview, the Beatles, massive influence. Which are the Beatles songs do you lean to when you're looking at your songwriting? Oh, um, in my songwriting, I can't pick, can't pick a song, but I can do like an album, like Rubber Soul. Fantastic album, yeah. 100% Rubber Soul is like definitely like hooked. It's a very help Rubber Soul vibe. Yeah, see where you're going with that. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Revolver is a bit out there at the moment. I might venture into that kind of inspiration. Sergeant Pepper's buddy hell. You can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't venture into that unless you're well known. But yeah. like, I love the White Album as well for the raw aspect of it, and like the early stuff. It's like all um, like um, dancey and all that. But that's that's it's not really my vibe. But like you get like you for sale to to like Sergeant Peppers where it's just like bang it's there it's yeah. class so yeah I'd say I'd say Rubber Soul is my main inspiration like you said I think Rubber Soul was sort of like the the album that matured the Beatles wasn't it I yeah, think definitely. like like say for sale was a step but then I think Rubber Soul was definitely the, the the sort of flag in the sand if you like that was the change and that was the obviously the stepping stone that went on to become Revolver and then like you say Peppers yeah, because it was like, because it was for sale and then they come out with Help, which was the last film they did. And then that was a great album, but then they stopped doing films. Yeah. And then, and then they went on to Rubber Soul and then Rubber Soul just like, whoa, what is this? Because then it was like Rubber Soul and Revolver, like part one and part two. And then they stopped touring and they created the genius that is Sgt. Pepper's and then White Album and Abbey Road. Yeah, they've got um, what looks like an amazing film as well coming out next year. I think Peter Jackson from Lord of the Rings, he's um, put together hundreds of hours of archive footage that culminates in the rooftop performance. Oh, that's oh yeah, the Let It Be, yeah. Yeah. I've heard about that. It's going to be interesting because they argued a lot in them sessions. Yeah, they did, yeah. Um, and I saw I saw an interview with Paul McCartney. Um, it was actually with um, John Lennon's son, uh, yeah. Sean, and he said, they've managed to pull out quite a lot of love in there as well. He said the word arguments, it was a bit fraught, but there were also times of tenderness and love and they've managed to encapsulate that a little bit. Yeah, because it was late. they recorded Let It Be and then the last album they recorded was Abbey Road. Yeah. But it wasn't the last album released. So no. That's, no. That's, that's what you do, in it? When you, when you fall out, you get back together and record such a great album like Abbey Road and <laughs> it, it proves that, I think. Yeah. I mean, if you can, like you say, if you can come back from an argument and put an album out like Abbey Road, wow. And then listen to George Harrison a lot more. That's what made Abbey Road. Yeah. George, well, George Harrison made Abbey Road. For I me, think. George George Harrison, I mean, obviously underrated Beatle, but I think his solo career it was so underrated. I mean, all things must pass. Have you heard? That album is amazing. It's my, my all-time favourite Beatle, George Harrison. Yeah. I'd, I'd yeah. Say that's, it's Lennon and Harrison, they're a mix. But like Leonard, but Harrison made the end of the Beatles. You know what I mean? He like he, he Abbey Road. He just he made the best songs on that album. Yeah, I'm just, with you on that. It just I proves it. Totally 100%. agree with you on that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but yeah, all things must pass. And like his solo career, he has some he has some amazing tunes. Yeah, he does. So we're going to hear now. We spoke about it earlier in the show. We're going to hear Wonder now. I'm going to let you introduce it. This is my second track, and this one is called Wonder. Wonder. 
well, what a song that is. And I can't wait for the EP to come out. I can't wait. So, I'm so excited. <laughs> we were talk- we've been talking, obviously, a little bit about musical influences. If you could go back in time and watch any gig in history anywhere, who would it be? Wow, what a question. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, right, because you've got your Nebworth, you've got your Main Roads, you've got your Spike Islands, you've got... You've got the Beatles. Um, there was one gig I wish I went to and I seen. I don't know. I'd say. Oh, it's such a difficult one. It's so tough. Oh, right. I need to think about this one. You've, <laughs> you've, proper, you've proper put me on the spot here. I've put um, you on the spot there. I'm not surprised because it's so broad, isn't it? And like you say, I mean, you've just you've just probably mentioned uh, three or four that, that would be mine as well. I'd say Earl's Court Oasis. Ooh, nice. I would yes. say Earl's Court because it's his best performance. It's Liam's best vocal performance, I think, in my personal opinion. Or GMX, 97. Yeah. But for the atmosphere, I'd say that. But as a fan of the Beatles, I'd have to go Shea Stadium. Without screaming fans, obviously. <laughs> yeah, so you could actually hear what was going on. <laughs> I, w- I wish Live Aid's up there as well. Live Aid. But, like, it, it, Live Aid, it's such a shame with Live Aid because it could have been the Beatles reunion. We all think that, don't we? And it's, God, it could have been, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah. What, what could have been, but we can't dwell on that because you had Bowie, you had Queen, you had McCartney. Yeah, yeah, YouTube, all these great acts. So, can't really complain, can you, for 20 quid? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like Queen that day, they absolutely stole the show, didn't they? Oh, they were brilliant. I think you two were underrated in that performance as well. Yeah, that, yeah, that that made you two, I think, that 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 live a performance just, just how good they were and how just bang on Bono was. Yeah, well, I mean, what a front man. Yeah, what yeah, a front man. And now, I mean, like you know, his um, his lads band in Halo, they are yeah. up at the minute. Yeah, um, yeah, the most recent tune, I loved it. And there's a there's a lyric in that song, and it says um, like Paris in '45, and I just thought, oh, just when the hook drops, and it's uh, yeah, they are really making a noise at the minute. Oh yeah, definitely massive at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. And sort of taking it back to your pick. Bill's Court, Oasis 95, like you say, you could pick in that two-year period quite a few iconic Oasis gigs, but yeah, Bill's Court, they had these scooters out, didn't they, beforehand? Yeah, it's crazy, because I've also got another gig. It's out It's out of Earl's Court and this one, but I would say Seahorses at the Witchwood in Ashton. Ooh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, say, that's an out-there gig, man. Because <laughs> my uncle went. And apparently, right. apparently John Squire come on stage before the band come on and he, he played a solo for 15 minutes, just him on his own, <laughs> just him on his own. So I'd say Seahorses at the Witchwood in Ashton as well as Earl's Court. What chance. year would that have been, do you know? 98. 98, oh yeah. Yeah, that would have been some gig, that. Oh, definitely. <laughs> well, Colbin, it's been a pleasure having you on, mate. And Thank you very much. 2020 has been an absolute... Hell of a year for you, but going into 2021, it's going to go through the stratosphere, mate. I, can I, think, feel so. It. I think so. 2021 is my year, 100%. It's, it's definitely there for the taking. Absolutely. And before 
you do get too big. If you're doing any more gigs in Staley Bridge, let me know because I want to get down there and see one of them. <laughs> yeah, I will do. Definitely. Yes. Okay. Well, Cobin, thank you very much. It's no problem. Uh, really enjoyed talking to you, mate. And nice one. Best of luck with everything. And I'll, uh, we'll see what happens in 2021. But I can't wait for the EP. Thank you very much. Nice one, mate.